deep representations of life. Many cultures associate the butterfly with the soul. Around the world, people view the butterfly as a representation of endurance, and they see change. They see hope, and they see life. What do you see? Because it could change your life. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hey friends, welcome back. Glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website. And if you would like to comment on today's podcast, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com is the email address. The 100-Day Kinetic Belief Guided Journal for Aligning Your Desires to Manifesting Your Best Life is available on the website. This is the book that's used for progressively journaling your life toward perfected completion. I become your personal guide to help you reestablish creative authority in your life as well. And then also check out the upcoming event locations at kineticbelief.com. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. You look mighty fine and shiny today. <laughs> Bright and shiny. <laughs> yeah. Rise and shine. I've, I've noticed you've had like three cups of coffee already. I know. Only three. That's only not, three. Well, you're, I can see why you kind of got off to a slow start today. You can? Mm-hmm. In Why? the arcade last night. What? Skeet ball. 10,000 points over and over and over. And, and then you were <laughs> shooting basketball. One one hoop after another. Bowling. And what did you, what did you end up with? Like 500,000 points? And, Something like that. And a bag of smarty sweet well, tarts. I love that you, know, you end up with a million points. And they're like, well, you can have a, a slinky. Or <laughs> it was hilarious. Some candy. You were sweat. You had wor- been working for an hour. You were covered in sweat. Oh, and I watched fun. you swishing one hoop after another, and you walk out of there with a small bag of sweet tarts. You, you know, but if you if you had been a kid, <laughs> you you would have just been amazed at how much stuff they gave you. You know, <laughs> with isn't all that true? <laughs> and the, the the slinky. You you even won me a you won me a slinky. I did. But it's like uh, to not, I'm not complaining. Okay, because it was a gift. <laughs> However, it's like, uh, it's a little plastic. It's not it, very it good. Even, it won't even slink. It doesn't, you know, it's not a real slink. It's colorful though. It's very nice, but no, it won't slink. But you know, that was so much fun last night and I just felt like a kid and isn't it so important just to just act, absolutely act like a kid sometimes, go do kid things. <laughs> it was fun. And yes, we, we both became it kids It was so last fun. Night. I loved it. You like butterflies? Oh Yeah. Absolutely. We were uh, in Washington, D.C. at the National Museum of Natural History, and they have a butterfly pavilion up on the second mm-hmm. floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't go through it, uh, but you can see through the glass the, yeah. the people walking through and the butterflies sitting on so their many. shoulders. and. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Beautiful, beautiful. Something about the butterfly. I've always, um, if I've ever had any kind of garden, I've always had a butterfly bush. So that, you know, it's just covered in, in butterflies. They're, they're beautiful. They're so much fun. And, you know, we've spent some time up in the Appalachian Mountains and annually, and I don't remember if it's in the fall or I think it's in the mm. spring, maybe around March or I April. Know. But over the, the, the top of those Blue Ridge Mountains, there is an annual migration of the monarch butterfly. Mm-hmm. And they say millions of these butterflies literally fly across those mountains. And, Amazing. Uh, I've not... I've not actually seen it. I've only seen pictures of. It. Yeah, I've only seen pictures too, and it's just beautiful. Don't they? Don't they migrate like 
thousands and thousands of miles every every year. Well, apparently they've scattered themselves across the entire world right now, from what I understand. <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's amazing. Well, here's the thing. A kinetic believer who butterflies relies absolutely on their perception of truth. Now, think about it. You trust your inner light rather than reason. And as such, by unbecoming all of the negative source influencers that have been around you throughout life, trying to redirect you away from your original purpose for living, what you're able to do is advance by acting with poise and with calmness. But you have to begin by going back to the beginning in order to identify yourself. Go back to the cocoon of life. Go back to the to the beginning to locate your original purpose. It is amazing how everything that we need is going to come from within. Even this whole process of, you know, you're comparing our life to really the metamorphosis that a butterfly goes through. And it's always going to be within. You're, you're trusting who you really are and that the original you is is everything you need. Well, your original purpose, that's where you cocoon to become. You start there, and, and that's that's the way that this life begins. But where most people miss it is that they come out of the cocoon and they begin looking for identity from someone, somewhere else or somebody else to be um, something other than what they were meant to be. Mm-hmm. Now, kinetic believers, KBs, butterfly, by acting in poise upon their chosen beliefs, And by doing so, your judgments then will always be right. And according to your progressive journaling, you will always know exactly what to do, where to fly to, and and how to express yourself because you are being uniquely you. I like that uh, you're using butterfly as a verb. It's an an action. (laughs) We're all going to butterfly. I like that. Yeah. One of America's greatest leaders, Abraham Lincoln, was a kinetic believer. And in the middle of America's horrible civil war after the Battle of Fredericksburg, and there he was all alone. Yet Lincoln provided a supply of faith and hope for his nation. But he was alone in the way that he was thinking. He was probably the only kinetic believer in the entire United States. And if there had been any, they probably had by then abandoned their faith. Mm. And it was just a miserable time in American uh, history. Yet there were hundreds of the nation's leaders from all over the country that they were in deep despair, they were in sadness, and they were migrating to go and see Abraham Lincoln. They were headed to Washington, D.C. And then the story goes that one by one, they would go into this room with Lincoln, and they would be in there for a time, and then they would come out cheerful and full of hope. Each one had stood face to face with the Almighty, and they had seen God in this lank, ungainly, patient man, although they didn't know that's what had happened. They were in the presence of someone exercising in their kinetic belief that had butterflied away from reality and immersed themselves into the possibilities of what they were imagining to see. I think that's a really powerful concept, what you're describing, just this idea that as a kinetic believer, it's something that it's a light, you know, it's this light that's emanating from you and you can, you can even pass it on to other people and they can come in and be encouraged by you and vice versa. And I I really like that, that visual. That light is so important, isn't it? Yes. Regardless of what's going on in the world, your nation may be in civil war. (laughs) Yeah. Armageddon could be going on around you. The economy could collapse. Sickness and disease may be all about famine, whatever it is. But that light within is the thing that drives you and holds you fast and keeps you on the course for life. That's what you're imagining to see. 
It's that butterfly within that you're setting free. Kinetic believers, they know who they are. There's no question about it. There was no doubt in uh, Abraham Lincoln's mind and thoughts that he would hold on to. He would, they would pass by and he would observe them. But the thing that he would hold on to is that light within, that eternal truth of knowing who he was and what his purpose was. People, uh, kinetic believers, here's, this, it all begins with having an original butterfly moment where they stand face to face with the Almighty within their own purpose. And then when faced with themselves, they choose to live uniquely different. And they, they show the, the true colors of their wings rather than lose themselves by camouflaging to humanity. I think the Civil War analogy is, you know, I like that, that you brought that up because it gave me this, this visual of, you know, in life, it's always the most difficult trying times where you start to question your sense of self. And so I love that story. I just love that, that analogy. Well, kinetic believers have perfect faith in themselves. And so regardless of the, again, if it could be a civil war, whatever it is, the faith is not in what you see. It's not in the, the news of the day or what you're hearing. It's not, uh, it, it's not from somebody running in with the, the latest worst report. No, they have the belief in themselves that they have uh, imagined to see in present tense as though this is the thing that's already occurring and taking place right now. And it's in their own ability to cope with any combination of circumstances, regardless of what's going on. I can cope with it because of the truth of my reality. I find it within. It's interesting that the power of your unique self, you know, that that power, it's like it lies in this really um, narrow vein of just who you are, just your unique self. And anytime we find ourselves imitating, it's like that power is just sucked out. It's just taken away. And it is. That is so true. Knowing who you are and remaking um, your reality according to the truth that is within, to your creative purpose, that is the thing that attracts the life that you were meant to live. That's how this universe works. And there are particles of attraction that rearrange circumstances according to the belief of the person that's occupying a space in time, in, in uh, uh, continuity of, of the life that you're living. Don't be troubled. For example, look, if you are alone in life, and you feel lonely, if you need friends, I'm telling you that they will be brought to you at the right time. If you are a kinetic believer, don't be disturbed if you feel like you are unenlightened. And maybe you've been listening to these podcasts and Megan and I talk about these things and you just feel like you don't have this wisdom. You don't feel like you have the enlightenment to do what the things that we talk about doing. Don't let it disturb you because I'm telling you the information that you will need, that you might need, it will always be furnished exactly when it's time for you to have it. By journaling your progressive adventure, and that's what we do as kinetic believers. We're always journaling our highest viewpoints and these thought forms to hold on to them. By doing that, then we are then compelled and impelled forward through life and the things and the people that we need, they're always being impelled toward us. They're always coming toward us. And it's always right on time. If there is a particular person that you should know, I'm telling you that they will be introduced to you. It just happens. It always happens and it always happens right on time. If there is some book 
that you should read, then it will be placed in your hands at the right time. Uh, we often will go out to the bookstore, Megan and I, and we just kind of drift through there. And we can just feel like we, we gravitate towards some particular title, some particular author, and, and we grab it. And it's always what we needed for that time at that time. That's so true. It's it's so important to remember. I like I like what you just said because it's so important for us to be reminded that it's not something you're forcing and working 24/7 if you're just living this unique uh, butterfly away kinetic believer life. These things are going to be seamlessly effortlessly coming to you. And that's important to remember because it's it's easy to get into the work mindset of this thing. Well, I love the, again, the analogy of the butterfly, the butterfly effect or butterflying away. Uh, we know it, uh, scientists have, have determined that there's not much to the brain of a butterfly. And if as butterflies come out of their cocoon, well, just for the example of the migration of the monarch that we're talking about, you have millions of butterflies headed in the same direction over the crest of the Blue Ridge Mountains in North America at the same time. Do they really know where they're going? No, they're just being a butterfly. And they've left the cocoon that they were, they started their life in. And as, as you butterfly away from what you're unbecoming, all of the knowledge that you will ever need will come to you from both external and internal sources. That's the way that we're created. We attract the thing that is unique and different to us that we will need in order to be creatively different. Wow, that's so powerful because really that's just a reminder, isn't it? To trust the process, to trust the process of being a kinetic believer. Uh, you know, butterflies not going into its cocoon or into a migration thinking, oh gosh, did I forget something? Did I pack everything? Did I, you know, I mean, so just Worrying. trusting, yeah, trusting that what you need, the wisdom, the physical things, the relationships, whatever, that it's all going to show up when when it when you need it because, no hurry that's right yeah trust the process trust the process no worry no anxiety right because whatever your creative purpose is for advancing your mind body and soul whatever that should ever be your knowledge and your talents they're always going to be equal to your requirements it's always going to meet you in that place when you are trusting the light within the motion of your belief the kinetic energy of your expectations on the quantum level, it will attract whatever it is that you may require. You know, sometimes I have to say with, when, when we're in these processes of attracting a specific thing or manifesting something, you know, we have something really specific in mind. Um, it would help to be more like a butterfly in the, in the aspect that it, you know, they don't think about it right? Like a butterfly is not overthinking everything. <laughs> and I think that personally that I, I have that problem a lot. So, you know, I'm trying to attract something and manifest it. And instead of just putting action to it and going for it, I, I find myself overthinking the whole process and it kind of sabotages the whole, the whole thing. Yeah. Look within. And I think, you know, thinking is a good thing when we're meditating on our original purpose, but when we're looking out and observing and trying to uh, find our way through some maze that we're creating through a reality that's not supposed to be our reality, then we begin to hurry and worry and become anxious about the way things are, the way we think things should be, what's happening. We're trying to manipulate the outcome of our expectations. We're trying to control our tomorrows rather than allowing them to come to us to reveal the purpose for our lives, the unique, divine inspired, beautiful thing that we were intended to be with colorful wings, doing what the butterfly does, trusting in your unique nature. 
I like that you brought up trust um, because that was already on my on my mind as we're having this conversation. And, um, you know, how, how, how do you get to that point where you are trusting yourself when your track record maybe has not been so good? Because let's just take, for example, you tried to start a business 10 years ago that failed. You tried to start another business that failed. Um, so you have a lot of failure in your past. How do you come out of that and trust yourself again? Because obviously that little voice is going to be in there going, you know, what do you, why do you think you have the right stuff? Why do you think your wisdom is going to be good enough this time? It hasn't been so far. Um, cause that is a sort of a push pull thing when we, when we are going through this, it's really a metamorphosis of being a kinetic believer. Well, to just deal with the one analogy that you just gave, first of all, there's no such thing as failure. Failure doesn't exist. Failure is something that is uh, concocted by the person who is measuring their life according to some preconceived notion of accomplishment. Mm. Failure is defined through competition and competitiveness. And often, you know, the person that says I failed is just someone that just quit. They just stopped doing what they were doing. There's no such thing as failure. So you, using that analogy, you begin right there is by stop looking to your past and saying, well, I failed at this and I failed at that because you really didn't. You just changed course because you weren't meant to be in that thing, whatever it was. That was not your purpose. You were trying to do something you were watching others do. And so you got involved in it only to find out that it wasn't really pleasing. It wasn't your aptitude. So congratulations. You successfully passed the test and you've graduated and moved on. Stop looking at it as a failure. Wow, that's so good to redefine redefine that word failure. And that probably goes for a lot of other things, right? I mean, we need to redefine how we see a lot of things in our past. So, because that sort of redefines who we are today and the future and just allows us, you know, when a, when a butterfly looks back at the really uh, ugly caterpillar <laughs> that it once was you don't know? you know it wants to redefine that <laughs> yeah. but you know it's that's that's good i like that redefining that's another word for unbecoming you're yeah. unbecoming what you believe was a failure you never were a failure so unbecome that that mm-hmm. is negative source energy yeah. that's just something that's trying to redefine who you really are you're not a failure unbecome that there is a story about jesus who was a kinetic believer And it was about him telling his followers to not worry about what they would say when brought before the judges. He knew that the authority, dominion, and power in his followers as kinetic believers would attract whatever they needed when they needed it. And it's the same thing each day, the decision to butterfly away from what you're not. You use your mind, body, and soul in an original way that attracts creative power to the development of your advancement toward perfected completion. I really, again, I just love that you're bringing up trusting the process, trusting that these things are going to show up when you need them. Because let's be honest, we like to be like little squirrels harvesting our nuts and preparing for winter. And, oh, I know exactly how many I need to get through the season. And, you know, but that's not how this works. It is, it's just not. You take one step and then you can see the next step. And then you can see the next step. It's not this huge path that you know exactly what's going to happen. And um, for some of us control freaks out there, that's not the easiest thing. <laughs> that's a really interesting uh, uh comparison I think that you just brought up with the squirrel mm-hmm. let's let's consider the squirrel for a moment <laughs> sure the squirrel is being a butterfly 
by connect by collecting those nuts and preparing for winter. The squirrel is doing what it is authentic, uh, authentically supposed to be doing according to its to the light within. However, if you and I look at the squirrel and we go, I need to be collecting nuts and and fearfully packing those away because winter's (laughs) on its way. What are we doing? We're comparing ourselves with something that we're not. And so it's the same with the butterfly. And we all have a a butterfly uh, purpose to to fly away as our original, um, that light within, the thing that makes us uniquely different. But when you look around at the squirrels or you look at the other actors in life, other people being creative in their own passions, and you look at that and you go, I want to be like that. I want to be like Mike. Mm -hmm. I want to be like Muhammad Ali. I want to be whatever. Now, there may be some attractive uh, qualities to the personality that you're observing, and that's great. Let that motivate you. But then you take that information And then you allow that to saturate the wisdom of who you are and your own identity. And you look within for that light and that original purpose. And then you grow that. And you become become aspired to the original genius within you. To become all that you're supposed to be. And then you butterfly away from your own cocoon to become the, the... the magic of, of your own expression. Mm, so you're, you're finding inspiration in others, but when it comes to success and the, the real nuts and bolts, the real, you know, bulk of life that's coming from within your success is coming from your really, I guess the original intention of who you're supposed to be and who you were always meant to be. Sure. Be inspired by the squirrel. Just don't try to be one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like that. Yeah. But that's that's so good, though, because it's it's perfect for its own kind. The squirrel is. The butterfly is perfect for its own kind. And the same for you. You know, what, whoever you are, it's, your perfection is found in... It, that's tough. You know, I mean, in, and I don't mean just hard in general. I just mean that overcoming all of the bombarding ideas of who you are supposed to be to look within and actually find who you're supposed to be is is a lot. That's a lot to do because, oh my goodness, just walk through a, a store that has magazines in it or turn on the television or, or watch a movie and, and you're, you really are. You're constantly being told who you're supposed to be that ha- and it really has nothing to do with you. That's right. And it seems like it's so much to, to it seems like it is a lot to do because people can spend a lifetime and never accomplish it yeah. if they don't do it on purpose. Now, how do you do this on purpose? You have to get away from the noise of the world with the idea that I'm going to quietly ask myself some very real questions and then uh, without fear answer them like, who am I? Why am I here? What makes me different? Why am I not? Why am I uh, attracted to the things that I am attracted to? What are my giftings? Not according to what other people say that they are, but what do you say about you? And if you do this on purpose, you would be amazed at how fast and how easy you can come to that place of falling deeply in love with the person that you are. And, and, and to do this in a, a fearless manner. But I'm going to tell you, write it down when it comes up, because as soon as if you don't, those ideas and suggestions that come from the light within will flitter away as soon as somebody else starts 
weighing in on what they think you should be doing, and you've been getting your your opinions and ideas about yourself from others all along. It sounds like you're telling us that it's it's hard if you're sort of playing around with the concept of being a kinetic believer. One day you're in it, one day you're out of it. Mm, it's, it's a hobby. Kinetic belief is a hobby. But then if you are a serious student and you put your entire self into the process, then it's actually quite simple and, dare I say, easy. Easy. It's so much easier than not doing it, right? Yeah, we talk yes. about that all the time. And so people say, well, I just think this is too difficult for me to do. No, it's difficult to not do it. Yeah. Life is hard unless you do the hard thing to make it easy. Butterflies are graceful. They're never in a hurry. Kinetic believers are never in a hurry to get the great things that they imagine to journal because they're already great where they are. So the things that they've imagined to see, they're coming to them. They're not going to those great things. Let me say that again. Kinetic believers imagine to see their life as it is. And so those things that they've imagined to desire through the law of attraction, those are coming to them rather than hurrying to try to get to those great things that are somewhere off in the distance. Butterflies are where they are. I like that you mentioned hurry because it, it does seem like hurry is a red flag, doesn't it? When you find yourself sort of scrambling, check, yes. scrambling yeah. around, that's okay. Slow down. You're not doing something right. Why are you chasing this thing instead of working to manifest it, believing for it, attracting it? Because, you know, also it's interesting because when you're not chasing something, however that desire manifests into your life, it's going to be in the perfect way and it's going to come in it's not just coming into your life it's coming to your life in the right way in the right time it's going to be perfect for who you are instead of you just sort of racing out and forcing a thing mm, racing that's it the light that you are imagining to see will meet you in your walk mm, i like that you'll never find it in your run right imagine to see it and begin to walk and it will come to you we were visiting with your parents last week and your mom brought down a box from the attic and it was full of your trophies from when you were a child (laughs) and we we were laughing as you were going through them you're pulling I couldn't believe how many trophies you had I mean this box was loaded with trophies and you you would hold up one and you'd say uh, now this one was for being there Like what? Like why did we even keep these? Well, because <laughs> you were you were showing up. Oh my word! <laughs> it's I think one trophy was actually for winning something. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was like what? a lot of them were even blank. <laughs> they didn't even say anything. I didn't think I saw any that had anything written yeah. on them. They were just you had so many trophies. There. Oh my word! <laughs> it's hilarious, but every <laughs> faux trophies. Every human created being has an instinctive knowing to become something other than what they may appear to be and that requires that they imagine holding the trophy they hold hold up the award they they're holding up the thing that they were uh imagining to see and and so you see yourself as the winner and i think that even people that don't realize what they're doing we all have this innate desire to hold the trophy 
to be something that we imagine to be. I'm the greatest golfer in the world. I'm five years old. Here's my trophy. I'm the greatest violinist in the world, which you happen to be. And here's my trophy. I'm six years old. Well, what does it say on it? Don't, it doesn't matter what it says. Here's my trophy. <laughs> don't, don't look at it. Don't, don't worry at, about it. <laughs> you, just, you just keep, keep applauding. No, you, it, people see themselves as the winner of the prize. Kinetic believers do this on purpose, and they hold the trophy of life right now in its present tense. The butterfly that's morphed into something other than than what it may appear to be, the cocoon or the little bug that it was before it becomes a <laughs> butterfly, it morphs into that, and it, and it becomes something beautiful and expressive beyond what it may appear to be. Well, and it's important what you're saying. It's important to remember too, that, um, you know, those trophies and becoming the butterfly is not the end. It is a way of, of life. And that metamorphosis that we're discussing and we're talking about, it's ongoing. And it's something you're committing to really for your whole life, because I think you can become, even depressed when you when you have a benchmark in mind and then all of a sudden you reach that benchmark it's not what you thought it was going to be it's not enough to sustain you for the rest of your life and so I love this idea of being a kinetic believer is being in this butterfly state of mind for your for the rest of your existence really yeah Yeah, and that's great the trophy is not the end it's the sight yeah. You're seeing life through the trophy. You're right. seeing it as something you've already achieved. It's mm-hmm. present tense. Yeah. You imagine yourself to be the world's uh, one of the world's greatest violinists. Where's my trophy? <laughs> well, you need to you need to learn to play the violin first. Well, I will, but give me my trophy first. Right. That needs to come first, but th- because then I've got the right approach for my practice. I've got the right insight for holding the instrument. Yeah. I'm imagining myself at Carnegie Hall long before I even know where to put my fingers on the instrument. What are you doing? You're creating a desire. And that desire is then becoming you. Mm -hmm. You're becoming that thing. You're morphing into that butterfly. You're imagining to see the trophy is your lens for life. We were doing some work up in the Appalachian Mountains. We've been doing this for years. We go out and we do what we call field team search and relief. And we look for families. There happens to be some very unique pockets of poverty in the Appalachian Mountains of North America, yeah. where people are still living in conditions that parallel that of third world countries. Yes. It's amazing. And they still speak with a vernacular that is the same as an early American vernacular, where they just haven't been away and influenced by uh, society and other ways of speaking. And you have children that are still barefoot and they're living on dirt floors. But we were doing some search and relief up there a few years ago mm-hmm. and we came upon a family what was it like eight or nine kids yes living in this little small shack they didn't even have parents there yeah. and the the oldest girl and i think she was probably 17 years old yeah. and she was like the mother figure for all these kids in this one little little shack on the side of a mountain yeah and we got there and uh, they were, it was an amazing, it's like going back in time, just yes. seeing all these kids in this one place. And she was making some neck, chicken, neck bone yep. stew. She was boiling water and had it a bone It was literally in it. just a bone with, uh, mm. and water. Yeah. Well, the thing that really st- stuck out in my mind as much as all that, um, is one little boy, and I guess he was about 12 years old, and uh, he, he was delighted to grab me by the hand. He said, I want to show you my room, my room, my room. And so I went into his room with him. And he had been he had cut out newspaper 
stories about basketball games and coaches and pictures of basketball players. And they were all over his walls and he had them stuck to the ceiling and they were everywhere. And he said, I want to be a coach. (laughs) When I grow up, I want to be a coach. I'm going to be a basketball coach. He kept telling me that. Yeah. Megan, that was amazing. Yes. What was he doing? He was imagining to see. Yeah. And and every day he was looking at all these things that he'd been on his wall, all these newspaper clippings. And I, you know, this was this was 10 years ago, but I would bet you anything that that young boy somehow, some way attracted the life of a oh, basketball absolutely. coach into his existence, even coming out of the most unlikely place on the side of a hill and deep into the Appalachian Mountains up in eastern Kentucky. Yes. Uh, the law of attraction will work for him just like it will. Any person on this earth is not a respecter of people. It has nothing to do with where you were born how much money you have, what family you came from. It has nothing to do with your education. It has everything to do with what you imagine to see. And you hold on to that. And you don't allow any circumstance to deter you or to detract you from what you're believing to see in your own life. And you butterfly away toward that. And you walk toward it. And the law of attraction will bring it to you. Wow, that makes me think of of something that you've mentioned quite a few times in, in past episodes where you talk about the effect that reasoning has on our dreams and all and on these things that we're believing for and how it's so detrimental. Um, because obviously, as a kid, he he almost, I guess you could say, didn't know better than to believe and to have that faith and to have that dream. And as you get older, the world teaches you to throw reasoning in there. And, you, and then that way you can tell yourself all the reasons that you're not going to get what you really love and believe for. And, um, and I just I love how you just described this process completely void of layering in reasons or, you know, just I guess excuses is the real word for that. That's the faith of a child. Yes. And he was isolated from the reasonings of the world. He didn't have anybody coming in there saying, what do you mean you want to be a basketball coach? Look where you're (laughs) living. You don't have any opportunity. There's not even a basketball uh, arena anywhere within 150 miles of you. Who do you think you are? None of that was happening. You're right. The faith of a child, that belief system, it works because he is a creator created in the image of the creator. And within him, that quantum physical ability to imagine and then see, to speak and see, to dream and see. And that's how it works, regardless of where you are in the world and your status. Have the faith of a child. Hold on to that and then allow the thing you're imagining to see to become you. And how interesting, too, that he was the only one in his family, his family of over 10 people, um, that was even saying what he wanted to become or that he had a dream or that he had some new idea for himself. So that's probably another layer of this is don't expect anyone else to be doing this when when you are, are chasing after your right. original source and you're be, being a kinetic believer. Um, you, you might you might look around and see that no one else is doing it. And, you know, that's the reality of it. That is the magic of being a KBer. Yeah. a kinetic believer, is that it doesn't matter how old you are or where you are. You understand that the faith of a child belongs to you yes. at any moment, anywhere, at any given time. Maya Angelou said that we delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes that it has gone through to achieve that beauty. Mm. And there's so that. much truth to that. Yes. The changes that it's gone through 
always represent what it has had to unbecome, just like the boy that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. unbecomes all that negative, horrible existence of life. Doesn't become that. He's not looking around to aspire uh, to to another cabin on the the hill across the way for another pot of chicken bone uh, soup. That's not his aspiration, even though he's surrounded by that. He took his surroundings, and then cocooned himself within his surroundings, created a space and a place of newspaper clippings of coaches and basketball players that he wants to aspire to, creating that space and a place, a cocoon. He cocooned himself within the dreams of his ideas and possibilities for life in order to become that. Wow, isn't that isn't that so true that most of the time we're only uh, appreciating and in awe of the final result. We're only seeing, you know, the tip of the iceberg and somebody has been working and believing and charging ahead for decades usually to achieve the thing that you're seeing. Um, and I, I just love that. I, it reminded me of, of, of an interview I saw with, uh, actually it was with Jennifer Lopez <laughs> and she was being interviewed and somebody said, wow, you look amazing. How did you do How do you, how do you do that? And she said, well, I eat really well and I drink a lot of water and I don't drink alcohol and I work out two times a day. <laughs> Almost as if like, are you kidding me? How do you think I look like this? But I guess I'm just saying we all marvel at the final result, um, but you rarely see the process that everybody's going through. Right. And, you know, I can just see that now. Somebody meeting Jennifer Lopez saying, well, <laughs> I would be a star if I looked like you too, but you were just blessed to be born that way. Right. And I could see her giving them what for. Uh, yeah. Ta- I, I can see her taking offense <laughs> yeah. to that. Well, you're the one in the gym at five every morning. So, you know. And how many people do you now see? They show up at, a, at a, an audition for a part in a movie and they've never studied acting. Oh, I know. And they've never even thought about it. And they just think that all I have to do is just come down here and you roll the camera and I can just be me and everybody's going to fall in love well, and They don't put in the work. Absolutely. They don't, they don't put in the work. They're not investing the time. You know, they, they're wanting to plant the seed and eat the fruit of it the same day. And it's, it's really interesting, too, because the butterfly, it really is such a perfect analogy for this process because even the cocoon, I mean, this butterfly, it's creating a cocoon. It's spinning a cocoon. It's, it, there's a work, there's a process, there's a work, there's a sowing of a seed, and then there's this time that has to pass. And if you don't work the process, you're not going to get the right result. Um, it's so tempting, isn't it? Just to chase after that final result and try to skip all these steps. And mm, that's not yeah, it. That's not how it works. That's right. You, you imagine to see, and then you walk toward the thing that you are attracting. Enlightenment always follows the person who's asking for wisdom. And we have the ability as creators, created in the image of the creator, to conform by imitating what we see or hear, or to create by confirmation of our imaginations to our original purpose, that thing that we've cocooned within ourselves. And when held in a thought form for the answer, the truth of wisdom, it always comes. Right now, here today at the beginning of 2020, which is an amazing thing to think about. It's already 2020. (sighs) but Quantum physics researchers are on the cusp of ascending to the intellectual heaven. The paradox of searching for our collective purpose while butterflying our individual beautiful differences is that the truth of discovery will finally be revealed. 
As soon as the physicists are able to humble themselves enough to discover the question to which the universe is the answer, and the nature of the question is, why is it possible to describe our Creator in so many different ways? It's as though science has been turned inside out through quantum discoveries. And it now appears that the answers have surrounded all of us all along. And it's still just the question that science doesn't know how to ask. Every day of your life, kinetic believers understand that they have a choice. They get to decide who they are and what they're going to be. All you have to do is to imagine your world with you in it exactly the way that you want to be. You have the substance required to attract whatever it is that you continually imagine to see. KBs butterfly away from the cocoon of life, the stuff that's wrapped them up. They, they leave that and they take all of um, all that they are and they expand that within the colors of their unique personalities to go and enjoy a full life. Your life is actually already filled with happiness and joy and wealth and good health, but you've got to agree with that. Kinetic believers are progressive journalists, and they keep a belief logbook to stay on their best course, and they replace all of those negative manifestations by attracting their best desires. KBs, they speak differently, they carry themselves differently, and they act differently, and they are peculiarly happy. They are full of joy, and their health... Well, it's fantastic. And it's not because they become joyous and they become prosperous and they become healthy. No, that's not it at all. It's because they are. Butterflies are like flowers that can touch the sky. And we're delighted by them. We see them and we wonder because they agree with the flight of our souls. But then the thing that we do next is we have to begin to vocalize in agreement with what we see within the light that's been expressing the true identity of ourselves, it needs to come out. And how do we do that? Well, we know that words are things, and the things that we say do matter, and they're constructing our lives. In fact, no one is going through anything right now that's not been based on the things that they talk about and that they imagine to see. Let's, let's say some things right now. Just say this after me. Say that I am the architect of my life. I am the architect of my life. I build its foundation. I build its foundation. And choose its contents. And choose its contents. Today I am full of creative energy. Today I'm full of creative energy. And I'm overflowing with joy. And I'm overflowing with joy. My body is healthy. My body is healthy. My mind is quick. My mind is quick. My soul is calm. My soul is calm. I am superior to negative thoughts. I am superior to negative thoughts. I'm greater than low actions. I'm greater than those low actions. I have the genius of talents. I have the genius of talents. Which I delightfully use today. Which I delightfully use today. Hey. Hey. I've butterflied away <laughs> from those who've harmed me. I have butterflied away from those who've harmed me. I forgive them. I forgive them. And I peacefully detach from them. And I peacefully detach from them. A river of compassion. A river of compassion. Has washed away my negative feelings. Has washed away my negative feelings. I am compassion. I am compassion. I am love. I am love. Therefore. Therefore. 
I am. I am. Wow, what a what a really beautiful episode. So these are always my favorites. I know I say it all the time, but I love the episodes that are so visual. You know, because for me, I can carry that image. I can carry the image of that butterfly and the process, what it represents with me, and and it just sort of it. it I love being able to trigger those imaginings, and it means it means so much to to be able to take that visual with you throughout your day and and onward. Helpful. So let me ask you: Is a butterfly a noun? An adjective, an adverb, <laughs> a pronoun. I think today it's all about? of the above. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever you want, yeah. whatever you, it's uh, meant to be for, for you. you. Whatever is right for you. Oh. Exactly, exactly. Well, uh, make sure to visit us at kineticbelief.com. We are adding events. We're ramping up the events for 2020. Very exciting. Um, we're adding new events every single day. So be checking out the event page um, as, as often as you can. We might be adding your city today. And look, if you are on the website, go ahead and grab a copy of the guided journal. And I think it'll help change your, in fact, I know it'll help change your life. If you don't, if you can't do that, get a piece of paper and start writing these things down. But just remember that it has to be progressive and you need to be logging out your highest viewpoints for creating your thought forms that are uh, unique and personal to your original purpose for living. Do that and change your life beginning right now today. Absolutely. That's your logbook. That's how you know where you've been, where you are, where you're going. It's, it's, amazing. One of my favorite things about the journal too is how every single day has new illustrations specifically created just for that day. I think it really helps to you to to feel that that process as if you really are going through a journey and you're being elevated every single day, one one through a hundred. You can do anything for a hundred days, right? You really can. <laughs> it's the colors of the illustrations, much yeah. like the wings of the butterfly, right? Oh yeah, that's true. Now let's go get some sunshine. Okay, that sounds great. All well, right. thanks for all the wisdom as usual, Steve. Bye.